He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! Look at those ringlets. I know, hey? I tried something new. They smell good. I tried by, yeah, they're crusty as fuck. Well, wait, wait, I take it We're back. We're talking about my hair, by the way, <laughs> not like my pubes or something. <laughs> those ringlets. Not everybody watches. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I've been watching, like, on TikTok all the time. Yeah. And I, there's, I follow all the makeup ones now, so I'm always wanting to try something new. I'm not very good, so I started by curling my hair and putting it up in a high ponytail, so it's not like the straight high pony I normally have. Yeah. And I wrapped a little piece of hair around the elastic, so. Look at you. Watch out, Kardashians. Right. I'm trying, I'm trying. It gives me a little sense of peace in this weird world we're in right now because my ADHD's been out of control. Well, oh, this is gonna be a good episode then. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've seen some people talking about how, like, remember at the beginning of quarantine, everyone's like, I'm wearing sweatpants all the time. People are like, F that. No, I'm dressing up for my next Zoom call. I'm in that, I was sweatpants first, now I'm kind of in that zone. It just gives me something else to do. Yeah, it's true. Wait, though, when you style your hair like this, is it easier to do when it's dirty or clean? Dirty. Ew, is that true? Oh, it's way easier to, when your hair is clean, it's just too soft and it just, nothing through. Okay. Well, it smells very, I thought that you just had a shower or something. Oh, no, I I worked out with this hair. Oh, nasty. (laughs) Well, maybe it's true you don't have to wash your hair every day then. Uh, But I did take like, I did take a level three shower. I, what, is the, what is that? So I'm wondering if men have the same thing as women have. We have three different levels of showers. Let me just make sure our audio is okay here before we continue going. Yep. Hello. Nope. Nope. See? Test. It's test. not. Oh, how did you oh, know shit. that? Hey, hang on. Hang on. Technical Quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. (laughs) So I was talking about these level three showers. So women, we have three levels of showers. We have one where we get in, we just don't wash our hair. We just scrub and get out. Those are quick, boom, boom, got to get somewhere showers. That's level one. That's level one. And then you have level two shower. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get in and you wash your hair and you do a nice scrub down and that's it. But then you have level three and level three is where you go in, you shave, you exfoliate, Uh, you put a hair mask in, you go all out. I understand. Yes. And I had one of those showers the other day and I don't even know why I brought this up, but I was just curious, I think, if men have three levels of shower. Well, you'd have to add like a 0.5 level for the whore bath. Have you ever done one of those? I thought that was called the business (laughs) bath where you just spray cologne. (laughs) Or uh, whore baths when you go in the sink. And you do your <laughs> you do your pits and bits. <laughs> uh, level three guy. Maybe we have two because we have we always wash our hair because it's short and sweaty and stuff. So right. I always wash my hair. But the level two would be when you shave. Right. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. That was such a random off, but yes. Well, actually, now that you bring showers up, I have a question for you. I saw an internet debate going around like the dress. That is the scariest doll I've ever seen. <laughs> what is that? What is that? For those watching us on YouTube. Oh my God. So, yeah. Okay. This is like I a dark bride from Mexico. <laughs> I found it yesterday or the other day in my house when I was going through my manic ADHD super clean. Put her facing the wall. I don't want her looking at us. Oh, I don't know if you want to do that, Jesse. Look at those spindly arms. (laughs) I thought you would really like it. That scared me. I I will when I get to I believe it's from Mexico. It's like a little Mexico Day of the Dead doll made out of papier mache. I was going to say paper mache. (laughs) 
But I'm all of a sudden bilingual, hey? She's terrified. She looks like one of those things in a horror movie that comes at you but moves like choppy. Right, because she just has black yeah, eyes. Scary. Yeah. Anyway, okay. where what was were I? You talking Showers. About? Yeah. Internet debate. Like the dress was it blue or gold? Someone brought up uh, which way do you face in the shower? Do you face the water or do you face away from the water? Depends on what I'm doing. Really? Yeah. So if I'm washing my face, like I face the shower, I always don't let the water stream directly on my face. I always put my hands up and let it kind of like cascade over my face. <laughs> okay. But then when I'm scrubbing, I'm always my back turned. I guess that's true. You move around. Right. I guess that's true when you really think about the different steps. But my initial response was, of course, you face the water. Like when you first get in and, ah, uh, you know, you're, you're right under it. You're facing the, the faucet. No, I definitely think I'm a back too. The only time I turn my back to face is when I'm washing my face. What about when you're rinsing shampoo? Do you do it backwards? Always backwards, yeah. Because I guess I've seen girls do it that way too. See, I go forward. But if I went forwards, all the soap would go right in my eyes. Like my hair would go in my eyes. I my guess, so I yeah. When a certain length, it's that's a length thing. Wow, what an interesting conversation. Vote for us for best podcast. <laughs> <laughs> A Faces Magazine. And actually, more than that, go follow our new TikTok, which I'm so excited about. Right. We are having fun and we're learning. We're getting there. But please yeah. give us a follow, like our shit, so that more people can see it, so we see if people actually like us. Yeah, like what? I sent our most recent one to, to the guy I'm seeing. You've already said his name. And anyways, and uh, <laughs> I was like, I hope people find us as funny as we find ourselves. And he didn't answer. <laughs> I know a great divorce lawyer. So <laughs> let's show them wrong and let's get some likes on our TikTok. Thank you. Messy podcast. Okay. All right. Now for the news. <laughs> as far as as far as improvised getaway plans go, this is probably not the worst one I've ever heard, but it's definitely not the best. But not the worst. Okay, so here's what happened. A suspect hides from the cops in a random apartment and pretended to live there. Right? It's like it threw them off. So this is what happened last Saturday. The cops and oh, I have a real problem saying American city names. Pomona. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's literally spelled the way it sounds. Pomona, California, tracked down a 32-year-old guy named Leobardo Hernandez in a stolen car. Well, he ditched the car and took off running, eventually busted into an apartment complex and ran into a stranger's apartment. And lucky for him, the apartment was unlocked and nobody was home. This is like <laughs> best case scenario for him. What was he going to do if someone was home? That's what freaked me out. Take a hostage? You know, scary. Anyway, no one was there. So this genius tried to pretend like he lived there and he'd been there for days. He put shaving cream on his face. <laughs> he changed his clothes and even started cooking. That is brilliant. And his plan worked until, guess what this idiot did? What? Fucking burnt the tortillas he was cooking so the fire department had to come. Uh, Otherwise, he would have gotten away with it. So the fire department had to come, and after a brief standoff, he eventually surrendered because when the fire department got there, the uh, actual homeowner or tenant was uh, alerted that right. your house is on fire. So they were like, what? That's not, not even me. there. Yeah. So that's how he got caught. Isn't that crazy? Who leaves their apartment just open when they're not home? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Do you do that? Have you ever done that? It, not in your neighborhood. Not in my neighborhood <laughs> now, but when I lived in Canada, yeah. I even had to train my mom to be like, Mom, you have to lock your door. People in the suburbs do that. Yeah. They leave their doors unlocked when they're just out. And I'm like, really? I know. There's a lady I work with that still does it now, and she she lives like in the city, and she's like, come on, we're in Ottawa. What's going to happen? I'm like, mm. 
girl. Well, I give that guy like 20 points for effort. Oh, yes. Um, but that story, what, were you going to say something? You're no. going to segue? That story made me, a uh, show I discovered last night on A&E called Court Cam. Have you ever heard of this show? Okay. And it's people that escape from courtrooms, like fight or flight, like they get sentenced to 20 years in jail and they're like, it's fuck just- this. And they bolt. The craziest, one of them was really sad. He, he pulled the guard's gun and shot everybody. And oh no. It's like intense and it's all seen through security footage. Annie, court cam, crazy escape people. Jeez. I don't know. Like if I was convicted of life or death or something. That's it. They're like, I'm going to escape or die trying. And most of them did. You know, it's kind of like the saying, you never know unless you ask. You got to try. Come on. It's like your famous tagline. Oh, you got to risk it to get the biscuit. Hey! <laughs> Here, I got a dumb criminal. Oh, boy. I, I, I shouldn't feel bad for this woman, but I do. Um, I don't even want to read you the headline, okay? Okay. <laughs> so a woman in Mexico is deeply regretting her actions right now because she's facing a lot of jail time, okay? Uh, she was going through her husband's phone when she came across some really hot pictures of him oh. having sex with someone. <gasps> with another woman. Obviously, she did what a lot of our first reactions would be, would be to freak the fuck out. But she took it a little too far, and she grabbed a knife, and she allegedly stabbed him a bunch of times in the arms and legs. Obviously, she didn't want to kill him. She, You know, it's like shooting someone in the foot. Like, you just want to let them know that what they did was wrong. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Not like I'm excusing her behavior. Don't stab people, okay? uh But, you know, she knew for sure she wasn't going to kill him. So, um... (laughs) Here's the catch. Those pictures on his phone that he was having sex with, that person. was her sister. No, it was her. It was her? It was her. She recognized her own vagina? No, the the pictures were taken, or the video was from a while back, or the pictures were from a while back. So she was really young. Yes, this is what (gasps) she said. When the police were questioning her, this is what she said, that she didn't recognize herself because she was younger, skinnier, and had her makeup on. <laughs> so now she's in jail, charged with assault, domestic violence. Yeah, probably attempted murder. Mad that her husband's cheating on her with herself. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is the guy didn't even get a chance to say anything before she started stabbing. Oh my, seriously. So he didn't even. So when she, so he managed to like uh, wrestle the knife away. Oh wow. And when he took it away, the first thing he said was like, "What did I do?" Yeah. Because he had no clue. And wouldn't that be like the most go-to like cheater thing? It, baby, it's you. I promise. It's you. It's you. Right, right. <laughs> no, it looks nothing like me. <laughs> and that is why everyone needs a tattoo. Hey, good point. And Botox. Because if she had kept right. up with her Botox, she probably wouldn't look so different. Right. My tattoo will never age. Well, it will age. One, the one but your... like it won't change as much as my face. Which one? Your wrists? All of them. Why? Because they're in non-wrinkly areas? Right. Like you can identify. It's great for identifying my corpse. It's true. Yeah. You know? And <laughs> my sex videos. If I ever have to identify <laughs> your corpse, I don't even need to take the sheet down and look at your dead face. I'll just like, show me your wrist, please. <laughs> what if my head's yeah. gone like that bird last oh, week? Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. That got dark real quick. I didn't see it today. By the way, someone got rid of that bird. Um, you want to know? Something? Yeah, I had chicken the other night. <laughs> I almost stabbed my ex-boyfriend a, a long time ago. <laughs> this is how many times? Well, well, yeah, more than once. But this time I came real close because we were like twenty, and he came home and he had bleached his hair. And- <laughs> 
it was at the time where I was very much associating my identity with bleached hair. And I always had a complex when we were younger that he was better looking than me. So I thought he was trying to encroach on my territory. So I took out scissors and threatened to stab him. And he's like, I'll die, I promise. So here I'm thinking, my dumb self, you think by now I know that this wouldn't be the, your way of thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> that you stabbed him because it was so horrible looking that you were like, this is awful. I can't believe you would do some shit like that. No, no you did it because you were jealous. I was jealous. Yeah, I was. Oh, I didn't Jessie. actually stab him, though. I, I threatened. But oh, I didn't Jessie. actually follow through. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. All right. There's reasons I'm single, you see. Right. We, we get well, them. you're so vain sometimes. Well. You know, and I love you, and I love you for it. It's one of your quirks. Is this a segue? Yeah, it okay. is. All right. Um, you know how I was talking about spending a lot of time on TikTok earlier? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was watching my TikTok. And again, because I have the beauty stuff, that's when your feed starts feeding. In. And there was this guy, and he was like, I was watching this movie. And that's not how he sounded at all. By the way. <laughs> I was watching this movie, and this girl wanted to plump her lips up. Oh, yeah. So she put erection cream on her lips, like uh -huh. boner cream. Not to be confused with Preparation H, which shrinks. No, no, them. that's for your hemorrhoid. And your under eye bags. Right. I, I've never tried that, though. But put, like, what you would get if you didn't have a boner and you had troubles or lasting, you go to your doctor and they can give you a topical cream and it lasts like an hour. What it does is increase blood flow. Oh, right? okay. Like the hot, there are lip glosses that do that. Right, that contain, like, bee stinging poison yeah. and shit like that. So anyways, he did it, and I'm watching this, and he did it, and, like, it worked. And you know me, lips are a sensitive part of me. Yeah, I really want fuller lips. So I'm going, hmm, maybe this is a good idea. And then I was looking for stories for today. And one that pops up is Dr. Sidel TikTok users to stop putting dick cream on their lips. Oh, here I was so I excited because you know. said it worked. I guess they would, they would call it a bonehead move. <laughs> Yes. So they say, don't do it. Now this video that I watched had 3.5 million views over wow. 3.5 million. So, you know, there's a lot of women thinking the way and men oh, yeah. thinking exactly the way and non-gender identifying people. There's a lot of people just thinking about doing it and giving it a shot. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't do it. And why, 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 why? They say it's because it's not ingestible. Okay. And chances are, if it's on your lips, you're going to ingest it. But like the thing is, is that you could suffer from this isn't just like it's not good for you it's going to give you a tummy kind of deal or the shits it can cause blood pressure problems oh heart problems and he and headaches i guess that makes sense if it's to deal with blood flow and it gets in your bloodstream directly right mm. well this is kind of my way of thinking and i don't know if this is real or not because i am not a scientist nor a doctor but really right they said the, the erectile cream creates blood flow right so when you put it on your lips you're increasing the blood flow to your lips so if you swallow that cream yep. and it goes down like your esophagus or something maybe or like somewhere it's increasing blood flow to that area or you could like choke or like Ugh. it's just that's probably why it says like blood pressure issues because it gets right. to your blood system or whatever just get the lip plumpers that are meant for yeah. it just ladies and gentlemen and non-binary put the dick cream down and walk away no yeah. penis pumping lips yeah, unless they're proper filler. Look, filler is cheap. We we should we should talk about this, Jenna. We should find a sponsor to pump our lips up and we'll do it live because I've been wanting to try too, but guys have to be really careful. Right. But I want to be careful like a guy because I don't want it to be too noticeable. Yeah. Yeah, we should go. Right. Just a little something. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but just, yeah, keep the penis pumping cream. Off your face. Off your face. Okay. Keep it on your dick. 
while people are trying new things in lockdown, um, and, you know, you remember Wilson from Castaway, the volleyball? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if lockdowns last much longer, some of us might have to go that route because, according to a new study, if you're feeling lonely, an imaginary friend might help. Isn't this cute? Um, as an only child, I had an imaginary friend. Oh, you told me her name, too. Kubali. And didn't she die or something? No, she was around for a little bit, and then it was shortly, you know what? That is so weird you mentioned that. I was at home recently when, when I was back and my mom and I were talking about Kubli and she goes, it was the weirdest thing. It happened and it was like two weeks and then all of a sudden there was no Kubli. Oh, I just got chills. You know, and um, you did everything with her and it, it was nothing weird or concerning by any means. And then when I think back, my great grandmother had passed away. That t Around that time? Yeah, like a week before that started up and I was the only like great granddaughter that was close with her. I spent a lot of, she lived in Vancouver. So I got to spend a lot of time with her and stuff like that. And when I went to our psychic, Matthew Stapley, he yeah. told me that the old woman watching over me was her. So right. I'm thinking that it's all connected because kids are more susceptible to yeah. that stuff. I, w I was waiting for you to say what it was that Matthew told you. Cause yeah. I remember there was a connection with Kubali. Right. Well then, so that was a ghost, not an imaginary friend, <laughs> <laughs> but if you have an imaginary friend, this is what they found out. The study came from Canada. A professor who's an expert on loneliness just wrote an article on why people who are isolated talk to themselves or create imaginary friends. He said it's a healthy thing to do. So what it's called is TULPA, T-U-L-P-A, and that's the medical term for the voice in your head, but not like when you're schizo. That's like a normal, you know, when you can hear your own voice. When you like self-talk. I was an yeah. As an athlete, you do it all the time. But have you ever thought about, like, even when you're at the grocery store and you're thinking, what does the voice sound like? Is it your voice? You don't really know. It's just your thinking voice. Mine sounds like, hey, bitch. <laughs> Stay away from the chip. I know you want those Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> so tulpa, this, is, this was fascinating to me. Uh, some people can cultivate this tulpa thing intentionally. So people who want to develop their tulpa work on it for months, sometimes years, until it starts happening naturally, which might sound nuts, but a recent study found most people who do it are perfectly sane. So basically you, you train yourself to self-talk to a point where this voice tulpa in your head develops its own personality and like answers you. Really? So seven in 10 people who tulpa themselves say it's to help <laughs> with loneliness. So <laughs> tulpa to help with loneliness. Well, 78% of the people who do it say it's helped their mental health. And uh, the study concludes by saying, obviously nothing compares to real human contact, but more research is being done seriously to see if creating imaginary friends is healthy when you're alone. I, Interesting. Again, having been an only child, I spent a lot. I've spent a lot of time alone, yeah. I, and I've lived in a lot of different cities, going there blindly with no friends or anything like that. And I do have an inner dialogue for sure. Yeah, me too. I also have an outer dialogue when I'm at home alone. Sometimes, actually, that's like a lot of people in my family talk out, speak out loud. Oh, talk really? To themselves. Yeah. I I don't ever do unless it's like, what did you just do? Like if I'm, you know, oh, Jesse, right. you know. Something like that. Is this weird? I, I told you I've been suffering with my ADHD and it manifests in this weird way that I get very hyper-focused on like one thing that doesn't need to be done at all. And that was cleaning out my closet. Yeah. And I was going through and I was throwing out a lot of dresses that I wore in my radio days that Aww. had like a lot of memories associated and tied to it. Why? Because they don't fit? Um, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of them are just outdated. Like a lot of them are like cheap on the fly 
fast fashion type of dresses okay. because I need it for one event. You can't wear it to another. Oh, hell no. Right. But I did have this one token black dress I wore all the time. With the no shoulders? Yes. I and I loved it. this dress. It fit. It was from Forever 21. So it cost me like 25 bucks, but it just fits so well. And I wore it to so many events. And when I picked it up and put it in my get rid of bag, I said out loud to it, we had some really good time. <laughs> That's so sad. I felt sadness. <laughs> so your tulpa felt sad right. about that dress. I definitely think I'm a tulpa. You're a tulper? <laughs> You're a tulpa-er? Yeah. That dress, I think it was even in our last photo shoot at the station. No, that not that one. Oh, not that's that what one. I'm thinking But it's of. in a lot of photos we use. Yeah, yeah right. But, you know, it, I, 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 I guess it's just, to me, the part that threw me was the tulpa has a different personality. Like, that's weird. My internal voice is the same as my, you know. However, when you're sitting there and let's say you're doing something that makes you nervous, there's your inner voice that's being like, Jenna, stop being a little bitch and it's get okay. on that stage. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be fine. So that's sort of the thing. Maybe See, that is your tulpa. Yeah. Your I titillating tulpa. Tulpa. I just, it's crazy when there's words for weird ass things. Do you have another right, one? I, I do. One. Oh, you have another one. Oh, uh, this one. We haven't had something up the butt in a while. This oh. one's not really up the butt. Neither it's have like I. kind of down the butt. Down the butt? Isn't that poo? <laughs> a man ate a toothpick and it was stuck in his butt for months. Oh. Right. I see where you're going now. I love these stories, not because there's a lot to talk about them. Basically, we just run through them, but I like it because it actually um, enacts like a physical reaction out of you. Oh. Like, ooh, you pucker up all of a sudden. Well, I, let me, before you even tell the story, when I was a young gay lad and I was starting to explore with- I can't believe you just admitted you're not still a young gay lad. Well, I, I'm like a young gay man now. Ooh. different, yeah. Um, and I was like wanting to find small things to try putting in my bomb. And so, hold on, wait a second. You okay? Hold on. I wasn't expecting this because you're going off as this is normal. Like I used to pick I'm my kidding. cereals in the morning. So wait a second. Remind because I am not a gay man. Yeah. Well, on the inside. When you were first like discovering your sexuality, you toyed well, around with putting different items up your butt. Yeah. Well, I can't. What are you? Fourteen years old. You can't go out and get like a dildo. Hey, Dad. Right. Right. No, I'm. I'm. I'm not judging. And if you do, look what happened to our writer from last week. What kind week. of? What kind of? Items would well, you like toothpick? So, so, so wouldn't you be scared? Like, what if you sneezed or coughed yeah, and it sucked right up? Well, it didn't last long because it was so sharp. But I remember one of the first things I, because nothing had ever been up there. So I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work. Let's see if even a toothpick. Did you lube it? I don't remember. Probably, I don't remember. But it didn't, you couldn't even feel the toothpick, is the point, or at least I couldn't. And so I was like, okay, I need something bigger. So I upgraded to like a, washable marker <laughs> not the end with the cap boys use the <laughs> really because i think you know sometimes you have toothpicks that are like the fancier toothpicks where not both ends are pointed and yeah. only one is and one is kind of like sawed off or whatever <laughs> maybe that end could have gone up well it's just not thick enough right but i guess you want that shape yeah well i just wanted something really thin oh my god was I that it just markers anything else markers markers you want to <laughs> Like, I've heard of a lot of women experiment. I mean, when you have a hole that things can go up, maybe you want to experiment with what can go up. I've never put anything oh. up there other than, like, a toy or a penis. Or no, I've never done anything like food. Like, I have a friend from high school. Oh, I was going to say her name. She used carrots, everything, TV remote. I feel like that's not healthy. No, probably for not. Because sugars and stuff. Yeah. But you want to know something terrible that happened one time with a marker? 
I remember I was always like, okay, I'm going to- Was it a brown marker? It was black. And I was like, I'm going to use the other end that doesn't have the cap. But I guess at some point in my adventure, the cap came off. And so all over my hand was was marker. So like for the rest of the day, I have like a totally- From playing with it? From like, yeah, using it. And me, I didn't realize or something that the- So all day I have this black hand. My mom's like, why is your hand all covered in marker? I was was coloring. (laughs) Coloring what? Yeah. Nasty. You wanted to chase every part of the rainbow. <laughs> I guess much. Yeah, they weren't the smelling markers. Imagine. <laughs> next, next thing we know, we hear in the news, Crayola puts out a warning on their boxes. <laughs> These are not for anal insertion. I'd be so proud. All right. So he started. Ex- so he accidentally ate a toothpick. Okay. Which I find. How do you do that? But again, like, what if you go to a barbecue and there's toothpicks and something you don't know? You just mow it down. You're really hungry. Yeah, or maybe like I'm thinking of certain foods like oysters you don't really chew. Could it right? Maybe he thought it was like a a, a bone or something. Just get it down. I don't know. So he ate it by accident, and the toothpick got stuck in his rectum. So what happened was, is he started experiencing back and leg pains, and this was stuck for months, and he had these weird back and leg pains. So he went in, he got an MRI done. When he got an MRI done, nothing came back. And they thought he had this weird, like, narrowing of the spine, spinal condition. So they're like, okay, we're going to do surgery. I guess one of the procedures you have to do before you go into surgery for spinal is a CT scan. So he goes in for a CAT scan or a CT scan, and lo and behold, they find the seven centimeter long fucking toothpick. And it's kind of stuck against his rectum. And in there is a nerve that connects to your back. Mm -hmm. And that's where all the pain was coming from. I was going to start singing the hip bones connected to the right. side bone. Well, I have hip problems. Yes, I'm old as fuck. But I have hip problems, and sometimes when my hip's out, I'll feel yeah. pain like in weird areas other than that. Like nerves in there, it's all weird how it works. Oh, yeah. The good thing for him is that um, there was no splinters. Oh. And um, once they removed it, he was, he was perfectly fine again. Wow. And it's yeah. amazing how the littlest thing can right. can be so damaging and amazing that the doctor saw it in the CT scan. Because right. you, you'd think, well, is that a vein? Is that a... Oh, well, I think you know there's not a vein on your tailbone. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly straight white. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Yeah. Nerves are really crazy how they go through your whole body. Like, have you ever had like something pinch you and you feel it in your like leg or... Oh, yeah. That's what you said. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Crazy. All right. Actually, what's weird, and I don't know if anyone else here has an upside down belly button. Anybody? What no? do you mean? You always say that and I never know what you mean. I have an upside down belly button. Uh, when I went, when remember when like everyone was getting their belly button pierced, I begged and pleaded. Finally, my mom's like, okay, we'll go get it done. So I go to get it done normally on the top, you know, through the top. Yeah. But the piercer's like, um, I'm sorry, but you have an upside down belly button and it's impossible for me to do up the top. You don't have enough skin there. Oh, like I know what you mean. Now. Right. So what's weird is if I pinch the top of my belly button and I can feel like a little loopy thing, if I pinch it, the pain goes right in the middle of my back of the spine right there. Oh, weird. Isn't that weird? That's nerves for you. Or I don't, spinal cord. I, I don't know what that is. That's but, something. Yeah. Well, you won't feel any nerves when you're dead. But if you're still alive. <laughs> like, that's dark again. Isn't that the second time we this talked about my dark. death? This one is dark. Uh, that was a bad segue. At least we but... can identify my corpse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with that risk. But we... Show all the world my tattoos now. And we could recreate your tattoos with this new technology Microsoft's working on. They patented a way to turn dead people into 3D artificial intelligence chatbots, not robot, chatbots. Okay, say that one more time. Yeah. They 
It's crazy. Are taking dead people and turning them into chatbots? Chatbots. So but how can they chat? They're dead. This is how. It's crazy. Microsoft. Uh, basically, the system collects information from someone, including images, voice clips, videos, social media posts, and messages. So, oh, so they take the data and yes. like, like your Facebook account when you die and right. use that to create or a like, person. If I, if you died and. I was making this chatbot of you. I would submit all this material. And like, Lord knows if it was you, we got a lot of it. We got a lot of it. So what they do is they use artificial intelligence to create a 3D model of the person that can have conversations with you. And those conversations are in the person's voice, use oh, their vocabulary, and based on their personality, or at least how artificial intelligence recreates their personality. Oh, isn't that Black Mirror? That's really creepy. The one thing that I'm wondering about, because artificial intelligence feeds off data, so it only gets better as more data is put in. Right. But I guess that wouldn't end because the user would be putting in the data and they would be answered. That is creepy. But like, this is why like, if that's like of, beyond black mirror, that's too real. That well, is too real. And the black mirror part of it is that it's like your friend or family member, but a little off because it's artificial intelligence. I swear there's been movies like this. I know black mirror. This is not right. I think we need to put an end to this shit. This is so, stupid shit. I don't like it. It's giving me heebie jeebies. I know. But listen, so if I it's die, making me mad. Well, yeah. <laughs> Life is precious. It's but making me angry. If I died, you'd be chilling with this robot having wine, and all of a sudden, you'd be I like, wouldn't want any. He'd be like, "Let's listen to Christina Aguilera." You'd be like, "What?" No, it wouldn't. Work. I would. If you died, that I wouldn't want a robot or a fucking hologram of you. I wouldn't want a chatbot of you. Come on, no. You could still do the it podcast. Would creep, it would creep me. I wouldn't want. You it. could sit me here. I wouldn't want it. Come on, try. No. Well, you won't be able to anyway because Microsoft said, "Everybody, calm down." Yes, we made this patent, which means they have plans, but they said, quote, there is no plan to seriously develop this, but one day in the future, I guess we'll see. So, so here's, here's how dark, wait. This is what I love about companies like this. Don't panic. We've just created it. Don't worry. We're not doing anything. But why are you even putting it out in the public then if you don't want people to panic? Like, so this is how dark I am. I thought of this COVID-19 thing, right? What if this goes off the charts and millions of people start dying? But we never know. Or, well, no, no, that's really sci-fi. I was just thinking from a mental health thing, if so many people are losing loved ones that they need these robots just to like hold on to some sanity because if all your friends and family are dying from COVID, you might need one of these robots. I feel like that's not healthy though. They're because they're fake. When someone passes, there has to be a certain time, whenever that is, it could be years, whatever, where you do like let, can let go and move forward. But if you're constantly like stuck to this device being like, tell me you love me tell me this tell me that like it's not giving you a chance to like move on i could see a lot of people becoming very obsessed you're and right very you know like influenced by this thing and also if it's through the computer next thing you know your loved one that you've lost and can't get over and now you're stuck and hooked on this thing now this is really black mirror <laughs> is now telling you to do certain things and you're gonna do it yeah like buy an ibm computer right or not even just stuff like that but like you know like or if someone gets hacked and they're like, go and kill your neighbor and scalp their skull. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's or just, scalp them. Scalp yeah. their skull. That humans are humans for a reason, I think. You right. Know, I don't know. I just, artificial humans, movies only. Or like artificial intelligence, sure, but then don't try to pretend it was a real human. Just let it be a robot, friend. Right. It's like you. 
Like your face is artificial. You don't deny that. Right. You're like, so, own it. So this is only a little short step away. Own it. Yeah, we'll see. Right. Oh, I had something to say. I forget. I got one more story. Okay. Oh, this is a fun list. This is a fun one to end with. So what's the most messed up thing you did as a kid that you still regret? Okay, so this is a list from Reddit, uh, the top five things people wrote in and said they did that. Accidentally was... drunk pee. No, no, but this is like oh. messed up to, uh, that you did to other people that now as a grown up, you'd be like, I would never do that. I don't want to. I you drank pee? Let's start there. <laughs> what? Accidentally, someone put it in a beer bottle oh! for someone else. What does it taste like? Um, I don't remember. I just remember puking a lot and spitting it out and then bawling my eyes out. Like, insane. Oh! it was an awful moment. It was really mean. And it wasn't meant for me. It was meant for someone else, which doesn't make it any better because it was rude to do it to that person too. Yeah, but still. Like, yeah. Even that's worse. Just, that was in like fucking like grade eight. Like a horrible, horrible time for something embarrassing to happen to you. I was, I listened to this new podcast, but I'm almost out of episodes. It's from Australia called How I Survive. Hold on, let me add. I did not swallow. Okay, good. One of the episodes on this How I Survive podcast is about a woman who got trapped in the desert. And so she had to drink her own right. pee. And so of course the host asked, what does it taste like? And she said, the only way I can describe it is saying it tastes exactly the way you would think it tastes. And I'm like, that doesn't help like at all. Like it smells. But maybe like it smells. She's like, it's not sweet. But if you're super dehydrated, like. It kept her alive. It kept right. her alive. So I guess you can drink your own pee. Yeah. As for something I did to someone else, yeah. it wasn't really me. But when I was in university, um, my roommate randomly kicked me out like a week before I was coming back for school. Okay. And I had broken up with my boyfriend. I had this like nervous breakdown. That's when I picked up and decided to leave and move to Florida. So my friend from Florida came to like help me pick my stuff up. And as we were leaving, because my roommate at the time literally put me high and dry, yeah. she took Visine <gasps> and put it in a little bit, or put some in her Gatorade. And that's like poison. Is it full poison? Yeah, she didn't put a lot in. She only put like three drops and it was one of those like big Gatorades. Or just give you diarrhea. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was the whole intention. <laughs> I did not do that and I did not encourage her to do that. She was like, I was literally in the car getting ready to drive my stuff to Florida and she gets in, she's yeah. laughing. I'm like, what's so funny? She's like, put Visine in her Gatorade. I was like, oh, girl, you can't do that. Oh, that's bad. But she didn't die, the girl, so. <laughs> that's good, a good yeah. thing. Oh, well, she's okay. Yeah. I have a friend named Emily who, oh, she was on the podcast, Mommy and Me with Emily. She was one of our first quarantine guests. Um, and we were really good friends in high school, but she's a bad influence. And she was that friend that would always put me up to dares that she didn't have the balls to do. Right. So we would torture our Smart grade teacher. Yeah, yeah. So we would try to put soap in our teacher's water. She wouldn't drink it. One time we put grapes on her chair. She did sit on those. So like little innocent things like that. But the worst thing we did was we had a phase where we became obsessed with these giant bouncy balls that you'd get out of a vending machine. I loved those! So yes. stupid! Yes. And we would go to this library across the street from the school and they had this lobby like doorway area and we would just whip them as hard as we could so they'd go bouncing all over. But as a result, it would scuff up the walls, the ceiling, oh. and we didn't care. We're like, ah, taxpayers. Ha, 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 ha. Guess what? We're taxpayers now. <laughs> so there's little shit bratty stuff like that. Yeah. But this list is pretty bad. I had friends that did some pretty mean things. Girls, teenage girls are fucking ruthless. Teenage girls are mean. I was not a bully. Thank God I didn't <laughs> but have But she time. is now. I was stoned most of the time <laughs> in high school. So like I was never at school. But I saw some things that girls did to other girls. And it was just like so rude. So fucking, so ruthless. Like as an adult, I look back and I'm like, 
if I, you were my kid, I would have beat the shit out of you and I don't even care. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a scary thought that your conscience takes a while to develop. Right. Teenage girls are the worst creatures on earth. <laughs> and, and, and like, you know you are too. Actually, as a teenage girl, you don't know yet. But once you're older, you will know that you are a horrible... Because what they do... <laughs> is they sniff and they smell out <laughs> your deepest, darkest insecurities. The one thing that you absolutely hate about yourself. I, <laughs> and what they do is they take that and they use it against you. And they'll like push it on you, push it on you. <laughs> they'll also give you insecurities you didn't even know you had. Oh yeah, that's true. You're talking to me like I wasn't one of them. I know, know? right? <laughs> Teenage girls are the worst, man. I love that you said they're the worst God. creatures on earth. Here's some lonely pedophile in his basement listening to us. <laughs> oh, I thought it was me. <laughs> my dad always says this to me. He always says, he goes, you were my best friend until you hit puberty. And then you turned oh. into a person I didn't even recognize. I think all parents would agree with that. And yeah. then they come back in their early 20s if right. you're lucky. You know, it's so funny now that my friends are having kids, you know, like when they're really little, girls are easier than boys. So everyone's girls, they're sweet, they're cute, whatever. But I was like, I, and I tell my friend this because she's pregnant again and she's having another girl. And I was like, oh, great. And I was like, but good luck in like 12 years, 13 Seriously. years, like good luck. And they're just going to have two teenage girls right. at the same time. Right. Not all teenage girls are awful. I was awful. Mm. I just had no no respect for authority. Yeah, and that's I what still I mean. Don't. Or, or even things like <laughs> like public like da public damage. You just don't care. It's right. scary. So yeah. Let's go through this list of five real quick. Oh, okay. um, I forgot that we had a list. Number five, a girl was in a public washroom that was being renovated. She saw a bunch of tools and screws on the ground. So she says she flushed all the screws down the toilet. I did fun. that once. You did that? Was this you? Uh, no, I did it at my parents' house. I remember this is when I was living there. <laughs> and I took the toilet paper roll off and I went to change it and I dropped the, the, the thing log. that holds the, the log. it <laughs> in the toilet and I didn't know what to do. I wasn't going to put my hand in there. So I just flushed it and I just fucking flooded the Oh, thing. of course. My dad's like, you're an idiot. I was. That's another point. Fear makes teenagers do crazy ass stuff. Yeah, I wasn't a teenager though. I think I was like six or seven. Oh, I thought you were going to be like 26. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. A kid stuck a pencil in their nose to be funny. Then a teenage girl oh. reached over and jammed it up his nose. And he said there was blood everywhere. Oh, oh that's horrible. See, that's the kind of thing Emily would have done. Um, did you ever have anyone burn someone else's hair in your class or cut it? Oh, yeah. That used to happen all the time. I used to be that. I was the one. That was another thing. It was always me. girls with super long hair that when they sat there and they like put it like this on someone's desk or, or behind their chair. Yeah. I remember one of my guy friends just taking the ends and just ah! fucking burning them. And it smells of the Oh, I'm all like, he's like, what's going on? What's going on? That's awesome. Yeah. The don't, as a girl with long hair, don't fluff your fucking hair on people. It's gross. Yeah. Or at least wash it with herbal essences. It doesn't matter. You don't use herbal Well, the girls we used to pick on hair. were girl, like horse girls, you know, and they'd have really long hair, but they never wash it and they'd stink a little bit. So it's like, <laughs> yes. what are you doing? You know, horse girls. No. Every I class a had a horse I didn't girl. live in the country, yo. I didn't, we didn't have horse people. I don't mean girls that look like horses, like Sarah Jessica I know. You meant like own horses. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have that. Horse on their pencil case, horse on their binder, horse on their t-shirt. <laughs> like, horse girl. Anyway, uh, where was I? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, the best prank my class ever did was this guy, Robin, organized when the teacher went to the bathroom, he was going to cough, and everybody had to drop their pencils at the same time. Totally innocent, but it worked. And the teacher was like, the fuck? 
We tortured some teachers. I know. But you know the teachers went No, home. like tortured. We gave one a nervous breakdown. Oh, I was going to say, like things like the, the pencil prank, the teacher would go home and like talk to their friends over right. one and be like, these fucking kids. Yeah. What did you do to do the nervous breakdown? Gave t- I, I'd been in a class that gave two, te- two different teachers nervous breakdowns. It usually involved uh, in a, being in a portable. You guys have portables over here, yeah, right? Yeah. And I remember the one we like locked her out and took her briefcase and like put it in the toilet. There was no water or anything in the toilet, but put it in like a dry toilet and wouldn't <sighs> let her in and she freaked out and never came <gasps> back. And I think we did pretty much, no, the other one, we just wouldn't shut up and just didn't listen to her at all. And she finally had a breakdown and she walked out too. Oh God. <laughs> Yes, we have portables here. We're I'm an awful human. Yeah. Everything everyone says about me is true. <laughs> I don't even know what they've said. Uh, except that we're actually Like former friends. employees. Well, she's difficult to work with. She's a bitch. She's hard. <laughs> I don't think you're difficult to work with. Everything else, though. Okay, so without asking, two kids decided to repark their dad's car while he ran into the library. Then they crashed into another car and never told anyone. So the other car was smashed up, but the dad's car was fine, and he never found out about it. So they, it was a hit and run in a parking lot. Boring next one. Um, I'm sorry, but who hasn't done a hit and run on their parents' car? Yeah. I've done it multiple times. One time I what? Hit a did kid. something horrible and drank and drove when I was oh. young, 17. And I reversed and I hit like a garbage dump thing, a can jig thing, and put a big dent in my dad's car. Went to my friend's house. We slept there. Woke up in the morning. It just so happened her dad's friend, this is how lucky I am. Her dad's friend was out there working because she had like a little garage Uh and he had one of those plumber things that you can stick in and suck the dent out. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so he did that for you. Yeah. I I thought you were going to say the friend hit the car in the same spot. That would have been awesome. (laughs) Okay, two left. A kid uh, knew another kid stole a skateboard, so he asked the kid's dad if he could come out and play and threw a rock at him and broke his nose. That's good. That's revenge. Oh, he the kid stole the... Yeah, yeah. so he was getting revenge. That's fine. I don't think that's a f- warrants a physical reaction. He stole your skateboard. You broke his face. Yeah, you could just go say, hey, dad, your kid stole my bike. Can I have it back? Right, or give him a hard <laughs> kick in the shins or something. He broke his nose. Right? Break a window. <laughs> I don't know. But don't break his face. Oh, I bet you that kid never stole another bicycle. Mm-hmm. I bet you. Okay, this is the Or he went one. on to live a life of crime yeah. to seek revenge on the guy that broke his nose when he was a kid. Maybe he was the car thief from last week that kidnapped the kid and then brought him back. Right? <laughs> Okay, last one. A kid found out his friend got two Christmases because his parents were divorced. So he made a fake Match.com profile for his mom and left it up on his dad's computer. So his dad found it, thought his mom was cheating, and they had a big fight. They almost got divorced. They even separated. Um, But when it got too hot to handle, the little boy admitted what he did. When it got too hot to handle, they separated. As soon as he was like, hey, son, we're going to separate, the kid should have been like, okay, I got to fess up. Yeah, I know. (laughs) He let it go past. Like, they separated, and then he's like, oh, I didn't let it go on too long after that. He wanted to stretch it out to Christmas. That was his goal, right? He wanted two Christmases, but I guess he couldn't make it. Get a job. Get a job. (laughs) Yeah, Timmy. (laughs) Screw grade five. Get a job. Cheers. Cheers. You're done your wine before me this time.